new work banter. How are you doing today? Doing my best to block out how my wife tried to pack me a Quaker Dewey chips bar for work. All of a sudden, I feel like Billy Madison re-entering the workforce after being a stay-at-home dad during COVID. But my father hates the term stay-at-home dad. He prefers sheltered bum. Can I get a holla for Shabbat Shalom Ramble number seven? You're welcome. Long time all the time. Holla! Good Shabbos, y'all. Kanye excluded. Thank you! Very much. My daughter says, I don't recall us having a Thanksgiving dinner together ever. I say, well, Mama normally works at the hospital on Thanksgiving, especially during the last two years of COVID. Daughter says, but if hospitals were so overwhelmed, why did nurses have so much time to work in their elaborate TikTok dance routines? My nurse wife gets nasty defensive immediately and says, I don't make the rules, Matilda. Sorry we can't arrange more five-course meals for you on a regular basis. Miss Difficult. I stuck up for my daughter because that TikTok routine line was mine, not hers. <laughs> and I say, relax, Mama. Matilda was just cracking wise in my honor. So stop being so nitpicky lame. Nitpicky lame. Ha! Nitpicky lame lives. Shabbat Shalom Ramble. Just getting these yak pipes warmed up. Ah! Shabbat Shalom Ramble. Thank you! Very much. Year without beer. Film premise. I never liked my old drinking buddies enough to seek out their company sober. <laughs> That's the understatement of the fucking millennium. I've never gotten bombed with new buds in my life, come to think of it. Plus, the one relationship I rekindled that I care most about maintaining is a college bud who's been sober for 15 years. JT lives. Ha! Bad the gypsies forevermore. I still like my gummies, but the idea of meeting up with old drinking buds for drinks offers less appeal than saying grace whenever my mother-in-law launches into... A grace session at our Jewish observing house that sports a big mouth Moses Nutcracker to freak out fiercely protective Gentiles at large in November before expecting a complete monopoly of Christmas decorations for December in full and the following three lazy stash away months that follow. Shabbat Shalom Ramble. Ha! Year without beer. It's shaped up nicely. My belly isn't complaining about the results either. Ha! Shabbat Shalom Ramble. Thank you very much. Selectively suspicious. Harboring more screenplay fantasies, including Year Without Beer or Gum King of New York, is off the list. <laughs> At least until tomorrow. <laughs> Halfway into Tarantino's book, Cinema Speculation. Tarantino pauses to point out what a foaming racist De Niro's character is in Taxi Driver. Before he started popping off at the mouth on The View, looking like Betsy Ross falling apart at the seams. If Travis Bickle 
was such a low nut racist, then why stop halfway with the Mohawk Quentin? Doesn't Travis invite a black chick out for a date who works in a point theater in Times Square? So if your great-grandmother was good enough for Thomas Jefferson, I wouldn't mind pursuing happiness through titty-blasting bliss with you, sis. Pam Greer lives. Ha! Shabbat Shalom Ramble. In the book, Tarantino even goes out of his way to tell us how Harvey Keitel couldn't find a white pimp throughout New York City to study under. Yet Travis Bickle doesn't hesitate to blow this wannabe wigger away. It's as if, it's not as if Travis Bickle gets cold feet at the last second and thinks, will this kid, will this kill be applied to my quota when I apply for the Grand Dragon's new opening in Hell's Kitchen next month that's being advertised in the back pages of the Village Voice under the classified section ad for ethnic cleanser cleaners needed that reads colorblind vigilantes and chef wannabes aren't allowed. Travis Bickle even admits to taking black riders in his taxi while most of his fellow taxi drivers don't. And don't you think taxi drivers of all colors have earned the right to be selectively racist? Meaning taxi drivers of all creeds are allowed to be more selectively suspicious than others? Wow, this is a pretty big tip. I don't do drug run drop-offs for Frank Lucas just because I'm dropping off in Harlem, dude. I actually prefer... The bigger hip sisters. What, only Lou Reed gets to cruise for some brown sugar around these parts? Like a midnight cowboy from Long Island? Just because Travis Bickle shoots a black guy robbing a liquor store. I wouldn't call him the second coming of Ed Buck. You know, piece of shit, democratic fundraiser who'd cruise for black homeless men in West Hollywood only to drug them to death with crystal meth while trying to get some drugged out love in the process, forgot about it, countless lives lost, $2 billion of damage later, post-summer of love in honor of George Floyd, appreciation century, God forbid you be selectively suspicious of those who shout racist when they don't charge elitist white cooks in positions of power in the media and big tech and government for being selectively racist when they broadly brush MAGA country as a whole as racist, mongoloid morons who refuse to get blood clots from back shots that work less than Russell Westbrook running the triangle offense. Can I get a holla for preaching amen gospel a long time? Holla! Shabbat Shalom Ramble. Thank you very much! I'll reserve the right to be selectively suspicious of more woke tar bullshit whenever I want, Quinnen. Thanks. Like how in Joe Rogan, you play dumb about your film patron, Harvey, Hair Clumps Weinstein, being a serial rapist. Look, I get it, Quinnen. Disney wasn't financing your next project, but at least fess up and say, I wanted to make more films and look the other way. And close with a hard-hitting slashing. Joke, but at least Harvey's wife finally left him after 12 years to focus on her lifetime battle with amnesia. Selectively suspicious. Ha! Shabbat Shalom Ramble. Thank you very much. Guitar rocks. 
Can I move to Qatar? You don't have to worry about getting your Android phone rammed up your anus hole outside of Grand Central at 2 in the morning. Then again, it's my year without beer. So I wouldn't be in a desperate dash to catch the last train heading back to Westchester. Thug lives matters most. Knocks out the lushy, disgruntled ad executive for Ogilvy and Mad. There were just one vicious right hook to the ground. Ad executive crunch up on the sidewalk and noggin swell in agony. Says, I can hook you up with the SAG card, you know. Our biggest account is Optima. All, all you need is proof of vaccination. And I'll hook you up with commercial work for them. JB Smoove makes Tracy Morgan sound like Sydney Potier. Thug Lives Matters Most kicks his teeth into the pavement and says, fuck Optimum. They won't let me watch individual Nick games on NBA TV in Yorktown Heights unless I subscribe to Optimum or get MSG through DirecTV. And I only do the cloud, motherfucker. Kanye for president, you media hoarding heap. And fuck your Truvada commercials on Hulu. I don't want to see that whack-ass gay shit while babysitting my sister's son during commercial breaks after Lego Masters. With no bail laws, you can't be in jail long enough to get HIV-induced hemorrhaging now, Oz lives. Holla! It doesn't matter if I sell dimes or bricks of H. Can I get a holla? For Shabbat Shalom Ramble, never losing his feel or touch for being in the zone of all zones. You could only hope to contain him. Marv Albert lives. Holla! Shabbat Shalom Ramble. Thank you very much! So, you can't tongue some random bloke's balls during a match between Mexico and Poland during the World Cup. Aren't those games standing room only anyway? Plus, what self-respecting gay guy would book a trip to Qatar after watching the Sex in the City movie, blotchy old hags on the rag with nothing else better to do? Since the United Arab Emirates and China bought up all the primo posh real estate left in Manhattan. That's skunkweed smell proof. All the way! Sinatra lives. Holla! Outside of those apartheid imperialists in charge of Israel. Isn't being gay the number one cause of death in the Middle East after suicide bombing and heart attacks from rock throwing paralysis after getting booster shots? In exchange for more nudie pics of Jennifer Love Hewitt in the dressing room lot for Disney kids, coupled with Britney Spears' Sandy Clean Snatch, singing, Summer Lovin', having a Blast, ha! till his good rock-throwing arm goes limp from the clot shot and has to switch to jerking with his left, assuming he's got any juice left, or decide to become a kite surf instructor for John Kerry and his new world order friend to pump that family fortune for all it's worth. Ha! Qatar rocks. Thank you very much. Big Pharma Blues. First word today, kids. Corrupt. Something that rots from within. Think of ancient hipster hacks like Patrick, the musician, who thinks blowing off mama's birthday prematurely for band practice in his late 40s is a jealous-inducing hook of any kind. Who thinks doing Enya cover songs on riverboats along the Hudson makes us in touch with the beautifying divine and dream alive hip heart in us all? <laughs> Who thinks being in a band with a bunch of former tech developers and designers gives him the anti-authority edge to break on through to the cover of Rolling Stone in the 60s? <laughs> 
then again, Steph Curry is on the cover of Rolling Stone these days, which is less rollicking than a young Cameron Crowe being on the cover of Rolling Stone. If you had a conflict with what drugs you were pimping Big Pharma websites for, you'd quit your job. Yeah, and Dice would go soft on Neil Young on his podcast. You ever want to choke Joni Mitchell with whatever hippie haggard shawls to shut up long face horse tooth for good? Leaving your wife who survived cancer for Daryl Hannah is a poor taste. Don't you think, Young? You going through a post-midlife never banged a mermaid crisis or what? You were scared during the height of COVID, Young? Didn't you used to share heroin needles with Harvey Milk? You were scared of getting an itchy esophagus from COVID, Young? I've been puffing marble reds since my 20s, and my lungs feel great. Since my bud, Ari Shafir, turned me onto the edibles and the wheat pen, but you get the gist. Can I get a holla? For the most naturally hilarious comedian of all time, Andrew Dice Clay. Holla! Dice lives. Shabbat Shalom Ramble. Thank you very much. Not one big pharma company has spoken out against the clot shot. Not one big pharma company has condemned the pushing of op- opiates, opioids, heroin pills in our country that have killed more crackers in this country than Taylor Swift kicking it with Lena Dunham on Instagram. Not one big pharma company has come to the defense of Eric Clapton confessing to experiencing temporary paralysis and is playing Armstrong by the Almighty by taking the COVID vax shot. Not one big pharma company has commented on Justin Bieber's frozen face or Katy Perry's droopy eye twitch in Vegas. Well, the craziest thing about soccer is how my fellow Americans still expect me to give a shit about soccer, World Cup or not. The L.A. Philly title game was the craziest thing that ever happened in soccer. I thought midfielders dropping dead midfield at a hard 30 from blood clot-induced cardiac arrest through Operation Despy did the trick. My bad. Flourish to kick ass and take names. Think Carrie Lake once she teams up with Linda Hamilton and takes down the Dominion machines, that being the new Skynet for good. Flunky. I think any hired hack replacement on Comedy Central to replace Trevor Noah on The Daily Show, assuming he remains Bruce Springsteen's gimpy bitch message boy for life, insisting how all his blue-collar fans three decades ago were N-bomb-dropping hicks who only tolerated Clarence Clemens' operatic, spine-tingly sax work on Jungle Land because Jungle is in it. And the song is West Side Story meets American Me meets New Jack City. Just don't call voter ID fair and inclusive. How else are you going to tell MS-13 apart with all that shit on their face? Practicing conflict resolution. Samuel, don't hit your brother in the spine when he's not looking or you'll paralyze him. Like Van Damme's brother gets paralyzed by the braided pony punk and kickboxer, and when you're paralyzed from the waist dead, you can't derive any prolonged merriment from futzing around with your schmeckle spot anymore. If you're lucky, your brother would feel a whiff of butt wind after going butt liquid in his pants, but that's it. You don't want your brother in a wheelchair because he intentionally scared you in the morning by pretending to be a raccoon on the loose again. Do you? Last stuffing you in the trash and duct taping you in there with raccoons and your butt liquid nappies would be ten times worse. 
Don't you think? Son says, stop stealing my butt wind and butt liquid jokes, moron Jewish son. Eat my butt rice. Ha! Thank you very much. And Patrick's son is more boring than Patrick. Is that why you accuse his mother of microdosing? To make her kid more interesting because he takes after the father? Big Pharma Blues. Jimmy lives. Holla! Hear my train coming. Dragon Longier. Thank you very much! Headhunter Ryder. Frank, your LinkedIn connects are very sexy. I plan on pumping the fintech ones for all they're worth. Assuming there's any money left. So, my LinkedIn bio was written in, in the third person like Kenny Powers. All men can't be created equal. Ha! Thank you very much! You have to check out the pilot for Tulsa King. Sly Stallone at 75 is better than ever in it. His performance makes up for sneaking Mel Gibson into Expendables 3. And for chucking more mango gummies at his succalicious wife on a lazy Sunday afternoon in Beverly. Hills, that is. Dice lives. Holla! Hey, model tits. It's not about how hard you get hit. It's about how much you can take and keep moving forward away from the gummy edible store on Rodeo Drive. That only says Hawaiian Hawaiian. That's how winning is done. You know, the new edible store in Rodeo called Sticky Icky Rich Bitch. There is a Paywall made out of J.R. Smith's abs in your wildest pop power dreams. How can you expect our model daughters to follow your lead if you've less munchy control than J.R. Smith? The Cavs been blunted from conducting any more topless interviews at the games because he was high enough already. Glad we had this chat. Now let's pause for a pic on Instagram, holding hands, pretending I, I never chucked mango gummies at your head like you're the second coming of Rebel Wilson before giving Harry Styles some fantastic love from behind during Coachella. What? That fat bitch had to shred her fat suit one way or another. Hitting with my best shots, Pat Benatar lives one way or another. Ha! Rub-a-dub-dub-dush-dush-dush! Times infinity, dice lives. Ha! Shabbat Shalom Ramble, finishing exceptionally spry strong. Thank you very much! Lame love lives. Ha! I'm shopping for some last-minute ingredients on Thanksgiving Day. Woman behind the counter in Acme says, I'm sure you have other places you'd rather be. And I say, am I really... Jonesing to be around my mother-in-law today, only for the unhuggable C-word to utter, all the unvaccinated should be hung. Well, I'm thinking, you're right, Rosa. Most black guys don't trust the vac shot either. Shabbat Shalom Ramble. Ha! Do I really need to hear my mom on Thanksgiving Day talk about how charter schools are ruining our country again? Like, we have a country left. Two million border crossings later since the day democracy died. But charter schools sending poor girls to college. More so than shitty feeling public schools in Manhattan are ruining our country. I thought excusing evil in the form of no bail laws was doing a swift job of that already. My bad. Shabbat Shalom Ramble. Ha! My parents' big plan during Thanksgiving... A co-worker ass is to nurse my younger brother's ego in Arizona. 
away from their three grandchildren who stand for my do-it-all dad here. Tree trunk, that's bound for glory! Ha! Dragon Long's year. Do I really miss my father-in-law stating out loud his secret desire to become Mel Gibson's new agent again? You haven't seen Father Stu on Netflix yet! Mel Gibson is excellent and he's still totally A-list. Which is why he turned on the role of the head Nazi in Inglorious Bastards. Fuck claims that the part which netted the Blondie from Europe and Academy Award would have been too much on the nose for Mel. Personally, I didn't care for the movie Inglorious Bastards like everyone else. How am I supposed to reply to that? Exactly. America, Ghana, you feel me on SoundCloud? Ha! I was rooting you, rooting for you during the World Cup just because I recognized your flag, because you guys like my stuff on SoundCloud. Ha! Stuff I may go viral yet, but I still have faith. Ghana lives. Ha! But, Ghana, how am I supposed to reply to that when my father-in-law says, I didn't care for the movie Inglourious Bastards, particularly the ending, while well, the Nazis fucking die in flames in the movie theater. How am I supposed to reply to that? But, uh, Mr. W, you no problem booking front row seats to see Apocalypto on Fandango six million months in advance? Ha! Shabbat Shalom Rambles in the motherfucking house. We're about to turn this mother out. Ha! MC Hammer lives. Thank you very much. So, hey, Ghana, I'm still talking to you. Ghana, did you know that Dr. Watson, okay? This is me talking to a Watson computer that beat Jeopardy. Hey, Watson computer, did you know that you were named of the Dr. Watson who was single-handedly responsible for developing technology that made it easiest for those crop rests to identify Jews shipped off for slaughter. And Watson Computer says, No shit, Sherlock! Holla! Shabbat Shalom Ramble! Thank you! Very much! So this is me still talking to the Acme Grocery clerk on Thanksgiving Day. Do I really need to hear about how the weather in Arizona is no longer suffocating arid for the next six months in Scottsdale? <laughs> Which, when it rains, looks like a pile of wet rocks. <laughs> Do I really need to hear about how the weather in Arizona is no longer suffocating arid for the next six months compared to back east? Well, my father's pastime for the next six months becomes pleasing himself to the Weather Channel, having his favorite pastime is more winter blast pummel the eastern seaboard again and again i'm not even exaggerating according to my dad's tennis partner dr ken my dad's forehand has never been stronger can <laughs> i get a holla for the shabbat shalom ramble of all rambles holla! with plenty of punctuated shtick in between thank you very much and the grocery store clerk at Acme on Thanksgiving Day continues to laugh. A long time! Holla! Funny enough, Fagala. Thank you very much! Later that day, my father never called to wish my kids a happy Thanksgiving. In fact, I called my mother four times and left a voicemail, specifying when I call back that I'm ever picking up. Eventually, I text, call four times, happy Thanksgiving to all. Eventually, I got a call back from my mom at 7 p.m., which normally poops at a hard five around my three kids by case. <laughs> mom says, I was busy cooking. I say, well, I'm not there to help you with the cooking, mom, so I'm sure you had your hands full. 
She says, that's an understatement, but truth is, when you get older, your cooking skills deteriorate. And I'm thinking, not in my case, mom, but don't forget <laughs> to add believable bullshit prowess to that list. <laughs> you were too busy cooking. Don't you buy side dishes at Whole Foods these days? No, anyway. <laughs> and if your favorite son was calling you on Thanksgiving Day, especially after reporting to work for the first time in seven years, <laughs> after coming out to the universe as a stay-at-home Shima comedian, you would have thrown your head in the oven a la Sylvia Plath if you missed a chance to suck off the totality of his ego on Thanksgiving Day. Lame love lives. Ha! Shabbat Shalom Ramble. If you love this podcast, write reviews on Apple iTunes already. Thank you! Very much.